is June 12th, 2023. Ryan Hedrick with you, and this is news and commentary right here on the Morning News Express. Lots and lots of shooting over the weekend and lots of death. Unfortunately, police in Annapolis, Maryland, are investigating a shooting that left multiple people dead on Sunday. Police Chief Edward Jackson says officers were called to a residential area to settle a domestic dispute where they found six victims with gunshot wounds. Three were pronounced dead at the scene. Chief Jackson says a person of interest is in custody at this minute. We do have a person of interest in custody. No charges have been filed at this time, but we do have an individual um, in custody. All right, 521 at WFMD. The remaining victims were transported to a local hospital for treatment. Police say they have one person of interest, again, in custody. Meanwhile, I want to talk about the D.C. homicide rate today because it just reached 100, marking a 19% increase from last year. D.C. hasn't seen 100 homicides by this time of the year since 2003, and homicides have been up 19% since 2022 compared to last year. Other crimes have also increased. Uh, Sex abuse cases are up 34%. Robberies have increased by 25% since 2022. The mayor there, Mariel Bowser, spoke out against the violence that plagued the district in recent years. The one thing that's really alarming, I was reading through the article and the D.C. union chairman, his name is Greg Pemberton, released a statement blaming local lawmakers who passed the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act for the uh, spike in homicides. Here's what he said. This is very, very concerning. This increase is due to the D.C. Council's implementation of misguided police reform legislation. The council's actions have had a chilling effect on the profession and responsible policing that has caused over 1,200 officers to leave the agency. He continued by saying resignations are now outpacing retirements and recruiting numbers are abysmal, Pemberton said. Without serious efforts to repeal this legislation, the situation will only continue to get worse. A chilling, chilling statement from the uh, police union chairman, the D.C. police union chairman, Greg Pemberton. 523 is your time. Meanwhile, we talked about the uh, the trials and tribulations of Donald Trump as he has been indicted and he will be arraigned tomorrow. Security will be a priority for the city of Miami as it prepares for the appearance of former President Donald Trump. Here's Gernell Scott with a look. Miami Mayor Francis Suarez said on Fox News Sunday he expects many people to express opinions outside the federal courthouse Tuesday. A press conference today, Suarez said, will outline a peaceful process toward that. We want to make sure uh, that all our citizens know that they're going to be able to um, express their First Amendment rights, and at the same time, uh, we're going to keep them safe and we're going to make sure that there is no uh, disorder. Mayor Suarez could make national political news this week as well, possibly announcing a presidential bid at the Reagan Library in California on Thursday. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. All right, thanks, Grinnell. It is 524 at WFMD and WFMD.com. Let's do a little NASCAR Cup. The NASCAR Cup Series was in Sonoma this weekend for the second of six road courses. 
The race this season, Tim McMaster reports. The NASCAR Cup winner in Sonoma gets a trophy with a chalice filled with wine. Martin Truex has tasted that wine three times before Sunday with wins in 2013, 2018, and 2019. Through turn 12 and Martin Masters Sonoma. Martin Truex. Courtesy Fox Sports, the guy loves wine country. Make it four checkered flags at Sonoma for Truex. He led 51 of 110 laps. The victory moves him into third place in the points race behind Ryan Blaney and Kyle Busch. The Cup Series takes a break next weekend before starting the 10-race run-up to the playoffs. Tim McMaster, Fox News. It's 525 at WFMD. Thank you very much, Tim. Let's talk about the Republican House agenda. House Republicans hoping to advance their agenda in the chamber Monday after discussions were halted due to a faction of party members last week. The group of 12 GOP lawmakers voting with Democrats on a pair of key bills that would prevent the uh, federal, uh, lost my place here, the federal government from putting regulations on gas stoves, of all things. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy telling Fox's Sunday night in America with Trey Gowdy that he's hoping for unity among his party members for the sake of the American people. If you can't bring bills to the floor to even be debated, you're turning the House over to Democrats. That's why we've got to come together. We have no other choice but to be able to have that conservative voice for the American people. The faction of lawmakers are angry with House Speaker McCarthy over the debt ceiling bill that was agreed upon with Democrats and President Joe Biden. I cannot believe we're in this. Well, you know what? I can believe it. I can believe we're in this situation because people's egos are getting in the way. I do want to talk real quickly about Philadelphia. Very serious situation there Sunday. A section of Interstate 95 near Philadelphia has been shut down after an overpass collapsed due to a tanker truck fire early Sunday morning. Mass Massive delays on the internet followed and drivers have resorted to taking alternative routes. Pennsylvania Governor Josh Shapiro provided an update on the situation on Sunday afternoon. At least one vehicle is still trapped underneath the collapsed roadway. Preliminary reports indicate that a commercial truck carrying a petroleum-based product was the source of the fire. We're still working to identify any individual or individuals who may have been caught in the fire and the collapse. Traffic conditions are expected to worsen throughout the beginning of the work week. And if you follow me on Twitter, I have pictures, shocking, shocking pictures up at Sure to Cover on Twitter. It's 527 at WFMD and WFMD.com. Monday morning, get back to work. Traffic and weather together straight ahead. 930 WFMD Business Update. It is 549. Time for Chris Murray. Chris is the president of Murray Financial Group in downtown Frederick and the host of Your Financial Editor, a show you can hear on Saturdays right here on WFMD. Chris, very good Monday morning. Welcome back to work. And markets edged higher for the week last week. Yeah, yeah good morning, Ryan. They did. Um, and, you know, it wasn't uh, a real big uptick, but for the week we saw the Dow and the S&P up about a third of a percent. And then the NASDAQ uh, barely uh, inked a, a positive gain. It was up 0.14. So, uh, you know, we'll take that because it was positive. But like I said, nothing major to the upside. Chris, uh, the U.S. government deficit continues to spike. This is no surprise. It's going to continue to spike until, I guess, the spending stops. Yeah, exactly. And obviously what we saw in those failed negotiations um, with, uh, you know, with the debt ceiling a couple weeks ago, 
um, it, it, it unfortunately isn't surprising that the federal government's budget deficit grew $2.1 trillion over the last 12 months. Uh, that's more than twice as large as the pre-virus deficit numbers we were looking at. That was according to the Committee for a Responsible Federal Budget. So it was up $170 billion more in May than what it was just the previous month. So obviously this is not sustainable. We continue to drive the company, or excuse me, the country, um, you know, into the ground when it comes to uh, these debts. Chris, how much more can Bud Light take? I know you said they would never go. Well, I don't think you never said they'd never go out of business, but you said they could take a lot of pain. But I mean, this is billions and billions worth of net worth that they've lost and their problems continued last week. Yeah, they really did. You know, and that's something we talked about on the Saturday show in a little more uh, depth and detail. You know, the, the Bud Light, the Target, the Starbucks, the Levi Strauss, uh, these other companies that just continue to dig in. But the latest we learned yesterday uh, from Bud Light is uh, that uh, Katerina Tucker, uh, it's a lady that works with uh, bars, with events. Um, and she basically was saying that these uh, people that are putting on events and the attendees don't want anything to do with Bud Light. Um, and the retailers can't even get rid of the Bud Light at a discounted price. So, you know, it, it, it begs the question, are um, you know, a lot of these retailers, these uh, liquor stores going to say, hey, you guys, you're losing uh, shelf space because we're not moving your product. And there's other beers that have taken um, taken up the slack, basically, you know, the Coors Light and Miller Light in particular. So uh, this is really interesting to see this unfold. Chris Murray on the air here coming up at uh, 5.53. All right, Chris, it is Monday. We are looking forward to a, a nice week of hopefully gains on the stock market. What are you watching this week for us? Yeah, it's, it's a busy week. We get that two-day Federal Reserve meeting. So it starts tomorrow, ends on Wednesday. We'll see if, in fact, the Fed says, okay, we're going to pause or they do raise rates again. We get the CPI, the PPI, so more inflation information. Um, and also some big names earning-wise, like Oracle, Lennar Homes, and Adobe. All right, Chris, put on your, I, I guess, look into your uh, proverbial crystal ball here. Do you see the Fed raising interest rates, or are they going to pause this time? I really think we have to wait um, until tomorrow morning when the Consumer Price Index comes out, that inflation gauge. I think that's going to have a big, uh, you know, a lot to do with, you know, what the Fed does is, I think inflation actually crept up again as opposed to continuing to decline. So we'll have to wait and see what that report looks like. I'll tell you, if if the government says inflation is cooling, I cannot tell as a consumer. I'm paying more for everything. And again, I say <clears throat> I'm not an economist, Chris. You know this, but nothing has worked since Joe Biden got in office. Nothing has been the same. Our 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 economy screwed up and everything else is screwed up. Chris, thank you very much. I'll talk to you next hour when the morning mayor checks in. Thank you. Thanks, Ryan. All right, Chris Murray checking in at uh, 554.